In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Hey, Bachelor fans, K-Work City here. I know you're typically used to hearing from us about the Bachelor franchise, but given how much you loved our Love is Blind episodes, we thought we would do an episode about another show we love, and you might too. So today we're recapping the season premiere of Love Island UK, season 10, which you can stream right now on Hulu. I'll be back with more episodes of The Bachelor with my co-host, Jared Freed, later this week. But in the meantime, if you're enjoying Love Island and want to hear more recaps, be sure to leave a review or DM us at The Bachelor on Instagram. So without further ado, Here's Betch Island. Hello and welcome to Betch Island. You know me as K-York City, the host of the Bachelor podcast, but here you can call me UK York City. And I am joined by my co-host, Allie Freelander, a member of the Betches team. She's a diehard Love Island fan, and she's going to be our historian on all Betch Island everything. So welcome, Allie. I'm so excited about this. Hi, Kay. I'm so excited to be here. This is literally a dream come true for me. The amount of brain space that I've used up storing now 10 seasons of Love Island knowledge is actually criminal. And I can't wait to get into it. I actually cannot believe you've watched so many seasons because I started watching during the pandemic and I didn't really know anything about it, but it became like my safe haven show because there were so many episodes. So how many seasons have you watched? All 10 of them for real? I've watched all 10 UK and all four Australia. And I have to say, honestly, if I could wipe my brain and watch the first couple seasons of the UK again, I would do it in a heartbeat. All right. I'm here for that. (laughs) I'm here for that. (laughs) Okay. So now that we know how much Love Island you've watched, I already talked about how I've only watched a few seasons. I'm a Bachelor fan. So this is going to be really interesting to talk about this show because like, I'm used to the structure of, you know, Bachelor Nation. So I'm really excited about that. And we're getting questions from listeners, right? All the time. I always feel like Love Island is like the like British stepsister of Bachelor in Paradise. So I feel like it's like perfectly primed. Like we've got all the Bachelor knowledge to bring in. I agree. And I think it's I personally like the structure of this better than Paradise. I wish Paradise would have more competitions and games and challenges, stuff like that to make it more interesting. So this is definitely fun for me. And we also have been getting so many DMs since we recapped Love is Blind on The Bachelor before. But we, I get so many DMs about us doing Love Island. So I was like, you know what, let's dive into it and, you know, see how it goes. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, we're going to bring everyone up to speed. You're newer to Love Island. I've got all the historical knowledge. We're going to fill everybody in with all the info we've got between the two of us to reality TV, Love Island, Bachelor dating experts. Yeah. And so don't worry if you guys are Bachelor listeners. Jared Freed and I will still be covering The Bachelorette all season. This is just an extra little something for the people who love Love Island as well. We want to open our reality brains up to all different types of stuff. And so I'm very excited to dive into this. Yeah, let's get into it. I'd love to hear your thoughts on the first episode. 
the first episode I always feel like is going to be the hardest, you know, it's mm-hmm. you're getting into the show. You don't know any of the characters. And that for me is really hard. Even the first episode of The Bachelor is kind of tough because you're not invested yet, except for the main person. And we don't even really have a main person in this except for Maya, the host, which if there's any competition, it's Maya. She's the hottest person on the planet. She's so gorgeous. I mean, personally, I'm a Love Island fan, Survivor fan, because I like reality TV shows where they're all new. Like, I like when they don't have any experience. They've got no skin in the game. They're all green. So, like, you don't have any professional reality TV people there kind of being more savvy with the camera. And so, like, I love this. I love the first episode when they come in and they're all kind of, like, having that what the fuck, this is actually happening moment. So, I mean, the first episode. But this one was a little crazy. So, usually, dear listeners, it's all girls or all guys come in first. They have a little girly chat. They talk to the host and then they'll couple up. But this season they did it a little differently. So what did you think of the twist of having them come in boys and girls at the same time? Yeah, in the past seasons they do. They have the girls come in first or the guys come in first. I think it's always the girls. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's always girls that are first. And then they pick then like the guys come in and the girls sort of step forward. Well, with this, I would rather them brought everybody in at the exact same time instead of like, here's five, and then we're going to bring two more in and then two more in. Because one thing about the audience choosing the matches is that you kind of get audience biases in it. They're like, let's put, I, I mean, I was like watching it. I'm like, let's put the two black people together. Let's put all the blondes together, et cetera. There's no like sense of imagination, but that's also because you don't really know the people. And I do think that because this is a dating show, the people who are on the show should choose who they, you know, want to be with, which is what essentially what they do for the rest of the time. So starting them off with somebody that you don't know might be their match. I don't know if is the best way to do it. What about you? What do you think? I agree. First of all, I felt like every single person that they brought in, I was like, they're clearly going to go with this person. Like Jess and George. Yeah. I was no like, surprise Duh. factor. Give me some flavor. Exactly. The only one that I had a slight bit of a question on was like, are they going to put Mady with Ella or Ruchi? And it was like still not a wide range of options. Bring them in the five at first. I think it's going to be interesting later in the season because just to jump ahead a little bit, we already see it when they're like the first night there, like the original people that were in are like a little click already. Mm-hmm. And like there's already some flirtation going on. So I thought that was interesting to add that element in. But I agree with you. Like I like watching them pick who they're going to couple up with. I like watching them steal. And then you get that little bit of drama of like, well, this person actually wanted this person and they kind of got like stuck with the other. So I don't know. I mean, I appreciate that they're trying to keep it fresh. But that being said, this freshness, I'm not sure I love. Yeah, I kind of agree. I wish I wish they would have stuck to like we can change things up like the competitions are different every season. They have so many different people coming in. They're all new. They're not from you know, past shows. So it's like having a little bit of normalcy is kind of nice. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have a question about your credit card? With 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but you can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. 
Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. So free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service, and for just $98 a month, you can get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning and newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value of $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up using the code Bachelor20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code Bachelor20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, with the code Bachelor20. Newly subscription clothing rental, change your clothes. All right, so should we get into the couples? I'm ready. All right, we're going to go through picking our favorites. Do you want to go first or should I? You go first. Lead us in. You are the expert, so I trust you. All right. My first pick, we're going to go into Molly and Mitchell. So right from the jump, those two are like googly-eyed, obsessed with each other. They're both wearing red, and they could not love matching more. See, I think... Mitchell likes Molly more. And the thing about Mitchell is I think he's trying too hard to seem like he's like cool. I mean, I don't know. He's 26 and he's a good looking dude. But then in his interview, he was like, yeah, like people might look at me and think I'm a fuck boy. And then you find out he lives at home. If Molly knew he lived at home, does she know? I don't think she knows. He was so funny because he's like, people think that I'm a fuckboy and I love girls, but actually I'm a total serial monogamist. Yeah. And that's exactly what he's come here to do. He's like, I'm going to wife up on the first day. I'm going to Mm -hmm. follow this girl around and we are going to win. But immediately they're like two into being the it couple. And there's always one guy every season who does this from the jump. Like last season it was Ron. The season before that it was Jake. They're like... I'm going to be the guy. And they're always the biggest problem down the line because they're trying to make themselves look good by encouraging all the other boys to be terrible. I agree. And I feel like this is going to get Mitchell into some trouble. I I foresee Molly wanting to explore more and Mitchell like staying loyal and true and wanting to like push through just because of maybe his ego or whatever. But I don't... I think this is going to cause trouble down the road. I agree. I also, I started to like Molly more and more throughout the episode. Her intro gave me like theater girl vibes in a way that I did not want to encounter. And then like you get into it and she's being like a little funnier, a little spunkier. I think she's going to be a big personality in the villa. And I think she's going to be like a hot commodity. So I'm excited to see people come after her. As a, as a fellow theater girl, retired theater girl, thank you, uh, I was immediately was like, okay, like Molly, she seems cool, very animated. But then it was giving like pick me for just a second, like a little mm-hmm. bit of pick me girl. But I do like that she's kind of a breath of fresh air when it comes to the girls on the show because... She's not super done up. Like, we saw her in the evening. She had, like, pants on, maybe some mascara. Like, honestly, Mm -hmm. the joys of being a blonde. Like, being able to throw on some mascara and it looks like you've changed, you know, Mm -hmm. your entire life. 
So I, I, I don't know. I, I think that that's also like a breath of fresh air on the show. And I think you're right. She's going to have a lot of success when it comes to the guys because she's funny and she's goofy. And some of the girls, you know, from past seasons, which you probably know, aren't really like that. Remember mm-hmm. Gemma from what was it last season? Yeah. The season before she oh, was yeah. like the worst. I don't know why people liked her so much. She was the worst. She was just nice to look at. She's gorgeous. But like her personality sucked. hundred percent. She literally did not crack a smile for eight weeks. She was miserable. Yeah. And it's like I respect the hustle of never trying to have wrinkles, no smile lines, no like crow's feet. But like, girl, that's a Botox is for. Get over it. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Like, please. Hello. Also, like not to mention her dad was a famous footballer. Like they've got the cash. She can get it treated. Um, Random fact that I heard about Molly. Obviously, I was on Twitter. Molly, on this season, she posted a TikTok. I do not know the date of the TikTok, but somebody shared this on Twitter. And she was talking about how she dated Tommy Fury. Uh-huh. Who was, I don't oh know if you guys, if everybody, he's from seasons ago. Season five. Season five. There, thank you. Mm-hmm. Season five, who ended up with Molly May, who they have a kid now, mm-hmm. everything. But she was like, yeah, dated Tommy Fury. It was like one of those TikTok sounds where she's like adding the words. But and then they still keep in touch and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, interesting. I feel like she's maybe there was a trajectory there. and Maybe there's going to be some sort of storyline that we hear about later. With A hundred percent. I mean, Tommy and Molly May are Love Island royalty, first of oh, all. Yeah. Second of all, man's got a type. Blonde's named Molly. Like, come I mean, on. <laughs> I mean, they always talk about types on the show, which I think is really interesting. Yeah. Because what are people going to say? Yeah, my type is short, ugly, uh, never works out. Like, what do you... What do you mean? What's your type? Well, Jess goes, Jess goes, I like turkey teeth. And that took me three listens to understand. It's when they go to Turkey to get veneers and they're neon. Like Luca from last season had them. They look like a bad filter or like you just are new to Facetune. Yes. Okay. I know exactly. It took me literally one second. I was like, turkey. Okay. Because I have veneers. (laughs) Right. But you have like natural looking teeth. Natural Beverly Hills. Right. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Beverly Hills teeth. Oh, we've got a text, Kay. We've got oh, our first we've got text. A text. We've got Let's a text, babes. I got a text. Oh, here we go. All right. So this one comes from Taylor J. And she says, I actually love the audience picking for them because nobody seems absolutely thrilled with their couple, which puts everyone on an even playing field. So, I mean, what do you think about that? Uh, you know what? Taylor J, you have a point. Because we have to remember that this, I have to talk about this all the time. Like when we watch The Bachelor, it's like, yeah, Zach's season was boring, but that's because he was really trying to find love. And so people really want the love. But if you have all the love, then you're not going to get the drama. And at the end of the day, this is reality TV. So you Mm -hmm. know what? She has a point because having people not like their couple is going to stir up stuff. People are going to choose other people, you know, before they're ready or like, you know, we at the end of the show, not to skip board, but like you know, they step forward, the two girls right. step forward and like, eee, this isn't it. Right. And we wouldn't have had that if everybody was happy. I agree. And I, I do like that it adds in the factor of like, what a great flirting line for all of them to be like, so like, do you think you would have picked me if you had gotten the choice? And it's like, even if it's not true, they can be like, yeah, babe, it's like totally. And just like, 
it's a good little bit for them to do versus I feel like when they do pick each other, people get too afraid to switch it up because they've made a choice versus yeah. this one. They can completely be like, it wasn't me. It's not my responsibility to stick with this. And like, they have a cop I'm going to do what I want. Exactly. Uh-huh. They've got like the easiest trapdoor excuse to get out of their couples. And like we see it immediately. That's true because, yeah, they don't have to make they're not hurting anybody's feelings. Exactly. They're like, oh, this wasn't me. I just. The UK did this. This wasn't my choice to, for exactly. us to be together. So, ah, uh, that's a. I never thought about it like that. That's really mm-hmm. interesting. So yeah. they have to. They can, you know, get away with this at least for this episode. Mm-hmm. With the rest of the season, I'm assuming it's going to be more along the lines of them choosing each other. But you never know, right? You really never know with Love Island. The producers love to switch it up, like. They are not interested in us knowing their next move. They must live and die by never let them know your next move because they switch it up all the time. I agree. All right, Kay, you've got next pick. Who do you want to get into next? What couple are we talking about? All right. So right now, off the jump, one of the couples that I feel like we have to talk about is Ella and Tyreek. Couldn't agree more. Need to know your thoughts. Yeah, I think from the jump, first of all, Tyreek is just absolutely stunning Stunning. Stunning. He is gorgeous. But I think Ella's like not super into it. She seems very reserved. Again, we had Molly with this massive personality. And mm-hmm. then you have Ella who just very undertone. She's giving Gemma vibes from the last mm-hmm. season. But I, I also think it could be an interesting match with Tyreek because he also seems very quiet, very like under the radar. And they're around the same age. They're 23, 24, which I can't believe there's 21-year-olds on this. That's like sending me. Molly being 21. Jess coming in and being like, I'm 22 and I'm ready to be a mother. I was like, I don't get it. (laughs) No, I'm 34. And if I was pregnant, it would be teen mom. So I think think Ella and Tyreek have this interesting dynamic that could possibly blossom into something. I think they need to give it a little bit of time. And knowing that she didn't step forward is a really good sign. So here's the thing that I can't get over with them is that immediately they get coupled up and Ella's like, do you remember me? And Tyreek looks like he is a deer in headlights. He's like, oh, fucking shit. Like, oh, my God. And Ella is going around. She's telling all the girls, like, we've met. We met on a night out, which... I think I'm understanding correctly is like they hooked up, but I don't know. But then later she's like, well, I used to be blonde and she has like such dark black hair. I'm like, why wouldn't you maybe lead with that? Like it's a completely different look. And she's like acting like he's like, I can't believe he didn't remember me as if she looked exactly the same. But it sounds like she looked like a different person. Yeah. I mean, her being blonde is (laughs) I can't can't picture it. I'm trying to picture and I'm really struggling. I was like, man, that's a lot of hair, damn it. Like, hair damage. Get her, get her a hair care partnership, like, stat because something's happening. I completely forgot that she said that. Like, they were whispering next to each other at the coupling. And she was like, do you remember? Like, I was like, um, your mics are on. Right. Do they forget, you think? that I don't know. Their mic templates literally hanging around their neck. Yeah. Uh, I love that they do that, by the way, that they don't try to hide the mic pack and yeah, like make no it bullshit. look cute. Like it's they're just like, nope, you're wearing it. And it's an accessory. And then they start using it as belts like that cracks me up. That to me, something about like I would love to do Love Island if I could wear clothes. Yeah. I can't be in a I can't I cannot be in a swimsuit 
on national television 24-7. It feels like at this point, you're picking your reality dating show by what you want to wear. It's like, Bachelor, you're a gowns girl. You want to be dressed up. You want to be formal. Love Island, you're showing off your body. You're ready to work out every day. Like, you love your bikini collection. It's like... Miami versus New York, basically. See, I want to do Big Brother so I can be in sweats all the time. I love that's that. My, that's my goal. I think I would do the circle for the same reason. I'm like, I'm yeah. just going to work out, go in the hot tub and wear my sweatpants and talk to myself. Exactly. <laughs> See, that's the ideal one. Yeah. But Tyreek, I, I mean, he's just a walking red flag. And sometimes people in their intros are a walking red flag and then they come in and they're like, total softies like get walked all over but he is trouble with a capital t i can see it yeah he's like commitment makes me shit my pants and run away all right so now that we've talked about tyreek and ella ali this is your pick who do you want to talk about next who's in your top couples let's go Okay, I think we have to talk about Andre and Catherine because I am loving Andre and he's exactly the opposite of how I feel about Tyreek. Like he had a fuckboy intro and he seems like such a little sweetheart. I'm just like mm-hmm. rooting for him. I love him and I want the best for them. I feel like they're going to be maybe a little bit of a slow burn or like break up and come back together vibes. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, he's definitely into Catherine. I mean, the second she walked in, he was like, like immediately was into her. They clearly both like each other. And Andre, like, yeah, he had a total fuckboy intro. He was like, you know, my wondering eye gets me in trouble, blah, blah, blah. Shut the fuck up. He's 21. He wants to have this sort of bad boy persona because that's what he thinks works. And... You know, honestly, it sometimes does. And that's why I'm still single. (laughs) And, you know, like, (laughs) that's the issue. Right. The problem is he's right. The problem is he's right. But I think it's a front. I think it's Mm -hmm. a total front. I think Catherine, again, I don't really know much about her. She didn't give us a lot. There there wasn't a lot of airtime this episode with Catherine. But hopefully, in my opinion, I, I want I feel like her and Andre could uh, do the long haul, be one of the OG couples that makes it. I agree, but we can't forget, because of the way they started with boys and girls mixed in the first five, Andre was flirting it up with Ella right from the jump. Before they knew that those five weren't going to couple up with each other, Like he got his grafting boots on, and he was like, I came to play, this girl's for me. So I think that's going to be interesting to watch Like if they come back together. Catherine, I think, I agree, I can't really read her. She seems a little bit serious, but also like she's maybe going to be a player. Like she was flirting it up with Tyreek. She's like, I don't know. I'm not going to say whether or not I would have picked you. Like who's to say? We'll see. But I think Andre and Catherine, my prediction right now, a little bit of shaky ground at the start and then they're going to become really strong. I think I hope that for them. I like me too. I think she's going to like help him grow up and I can't wait to watch. And I just, I really hope that I like with these couples that there are signs of them meeting the other people and they're not, there's like, just because we were paired together from the jump doesn't mean you're my person and I have to do this. Like they should definitely meet everyone else and talk to everyone else and get to know everyone else. Because if you don't do that, it's like, what's the point? Right. Well, then they're just going to go crazy and cost them more like mid-season rebellion. They're going to be like, oh my God, I've been wiped up since the beginning. It's like, relax. Also boring. You don't need to yeah. be locked up. Like the, I, I would be a person who does not stay with. There's no way I'd be able to stay with the same person unless mm-hmm. it's like some cosmic 
right. matchmaking, but I, I don't foresee that. I agree. Like, you got to kiss a couple frogs. All right. It's my turn. Yes. It's your turn. My turn. Who we got? Turn. Who we Let's got? go. I want to talk about Medi and Ruchi. I love Ruchi. I think she is alpha. Interesting. I felt the opposite. No, I think she gives like very much alpha energy. She's not happy with being partnered with Medi and you can see it in her face and she is mm-hmm. not trying to hide it. And I like mm-hmm. I like that. It's like, all right, you don't like him? Like, great. Lean into that. And I wish uh, instead of like poking around and being like weird about it, it's like, who cares? Right. I think she is a little spitfire and I think we're going to see, hopefully we see a lot more of her. I agree. I want her to come out of her shell more. I just got quiet vibes from her at the beginning when it was the first five in there. It felt like Jess and Ella were like ruling the roost and Ruchi was just kind of hanging back. And maybe that's her style. Maybe she likes to like watch things unfold a bit. But I agree. Her and Medi, like they both were like, nice to meet you. Bye. It's never going to work. And I loved that she stepped forward later on. It was like respect, girl. Yeah, respect. I I think, but I wonder... Mm-hmm. from past seasons, correct me if I'm wrong, there's not a lot of Asian representation on this show. Correct. So that could be really difficult for someone walking into, mm-hmm. you know, this kind of environment where there hasn't been a lot of people who have looked like them before. And so, you know, you walk in and you have the bright blonde Jess girl and then you have the super hot Ella and Ruchi's shorter and he looks different. I feel like mm-hmm. that could just be really difficult. And so I definitely sympathize with her on that because mm-hmm. I wonder if that's that could be part of it. But I mean, 100%. I think she is going to have a really good season because she's banging hot and I hope she comes out of her shell a little bit more or at least like I can tell it's there. I don't know. I can tell it's yeah. there. I know she's not into Medi, but I can tell it's there for her. And then what did you think about Medi? Okay, Medi. So I feel like Love Island does this every season. They'll have like someone who's a hit and then they try to recast another person to fill that role. So like last summer they had Davide, the Italian oh, stallion. Davide, yeah. Like so hot, fuckboy of the century, gorgeous, makes stunning carbonara. Like we love him, adore. He wins. They're like, all right, great. International works for us. We're going to France. Yeah. Medi is a flop Walmart version of Davide. Like he Stop. just doesn't yeah. have it. He doesn't have it. No, I think I think maybe it's because he's French and he's a little more like subdued. Right. And, you know, you had Davide who was like yelling and loud and working out and big personality. And I but I feel like this could work maybe in Medi's. Uh, I really think that this could work in Medi's favor. I think. He's got to lean into his Frenchness in the way Davide leaned into being the Italian stallion. As he should. I also I think it could work in his favor, but I also like that he's sticking with his type, this like brunette, dark eyes. But I think what if that bites him in the ass? Because you have to like expand because you can't be like, all right, I'm only going to look at the girls with brown hair, dark, you know, features, etc. Right. No, I agree. His conversation with Ella was very interesting. I actually thought that they were going to be coupled up in like the original coupling. So I'm curious to see if something like blossoms there because he also was very forward about being like, nope, it's not there with Ruchi. Like it could Mm -hmm. be. It's not. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm curious to watch him. I think he's going to be an interesting character. I think he's either going to go all the way or he's going to be an early season forgotten character. We'll see. All right. We only have one more couple. So I'm assuming this is George. our this is our least fave couple because neither of us picked them from the beginning. So lead us in with Jess and George. 
my first note on Jess and George, what a friggin' mess. Like, that is a shit show. They were the most obvious pairing by the public. And they have the chemistry of, like, two siblings that have never met. Like, it's bizarre. I think George is going to be the first person out. I I do, too. Yeah. And I think Jess is going to be trouble. I think Jess is going to end up wrecking a relationship. I think she's going to end up picking Mitchell Mm -hmm. before Molly does. And that's going to cause a whole riff. But I don't think Molly's going to, you know, sleep out on the day bed. Right. I think Molly's going to lean into whoever it is. And then we have Mitchell, who's going to be just like up in arms because he is not with Molly. Right. Yeah. Jess is like, she's the quintessential, like, it's not Friend Island girl. Like, she's like Mm -hmm. here for herself. Her intro is all about how her boobs are real, which is like. Amazing. Go girl. But also like plastic surgery. Also go girl. Like do your thing. Like whatever. She is sitting as far away from George as she can in this first conversation. Like she's locked in on Mitchell already. Yeah, absolutely locked in. But I think, you know, George isn't really doing anything either. Like she maybe she doesn't like him right now, but like he could try to flirt. Mm -hmm. He could try to, you know, put something out there to like get to know her to fuel Mm -hmm. that because just because you don't like somebody right off the jump doesn't mean you're not going to like them at all like ever Mm -hmm. there's so many of those you know friends to lovers thing so I mean the fact that she's not giving him a chance at all is kind of annoying and then also the fact that he's not trying yeah is frustrating he's kind of giving me Kendall vibes like I just can't see him giving any sort of sexual energy at all he's just kind of there and I think she is giving a lot of energy and they're just like missing each other like different wavelengths but Mm -hmm. I also feel like I got nothing from him I have no sense of him all I know about him is that his name is George and he's coupled up with Jess end of (laughs) list (laughs) right exactly all right we've got another text oh okay we got a text let's do it I've got a text oh here we go all right so this text comes from Katie F she dm'd the bachelor account and she says this is getting into our next topic which is the wild card of course She Mm -hmm. says, Zachariah came to play. He is 10,000% shaking things up. And I think he's going to go for Molly. And that means trouble in paradise for Mr. Mitchell. I mean, okay, we haven't even really talked about Zachariah yet. But at the end of the episode, Zachariah walks in as, like you said, the wild card. And he's coming in hot. I mean, literally smoking hot. Mm -hmm. And I agree. I think he is going to stir some stuff up and I'm, I'm here for it. Like I'd be, if it were me and I was one of the two girls that stepped forward or actually if I wasn't one of the girls that stepped forward, I would be stepping forward immediately. The second he walked in, I'd be like, change my mind. I don't like this guy. I want that one. (laughs) Mm -hmm. He comes in, he's looking so hot and a little bit evil, which is going to play well for him. I think he, is kind of giving me Adam Collard vibes, who was on season four and then came back for season eight. He's the only returning oh, Islander. Oh, yeah, I and saw him. an evil man, but gorgeous, but awful. He's like the player of all players. Like he was known on both of his season or his first season for just like wrecking girls' hearts and then came in, tried to have a redemption arc on his second season left with one of the fan favorites and then got caught cheating on her in a McDonald's two weeks later. No, not at McDonald's. At McDonald's. 
<laughs> so Zachariah to me is like, he looks a little bit like Adam in that like evil hot way. And he, I agree with KDF. He's going to be trouble. Well, I mean, if nothing happens with Zachariah at the end of the season, I will be in those DMs mm-hmm. so quick. So fast. So quick. Now we're going to jump into our rankings this week. We have some games. We're going to be telling you our favorites, our least favorites. Let's get into it. Starting with the graft of the week. Allie, what was your graft of the week? All right. My graft of the week is Jess complaining when Mitchell said he views some of the original people in as a family. And she goes, oh, so you see me as a sister? She's immediately pushing back. She's like, I'm not your sister, babe. Like, I'm your future girlfriend. I'm your future wife. And I love that. She... Did not miss a beat. Yeah, which makes Mitchell just, again, look dumb. Like, you're not a fuckboy if you're accidentally saying you are you look like my sister to a girl that you're actually trying to, like, get to know that other people are getting to know. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's like, listen, guys, you've known each other for five minutes. Like, relax. All right. What was your mug of the week? My mug of the week has to go to Tyreek. I mean, pretending he didn't know Ella or maybe genuinely not remembering her. I don't know what it is, but like brutal. And her insisting that they had met like extra mug on top of it. Yeah, that's tough. That's tough. All right. So my graft of the week is Jess kissing Mitchell because she thought he was boyfriend material. That's a huge move. And that mm-hmm. definitely needs to be something like clocked by Molly and I'm pretty sure she did that she was pretty surprised when she did that obviously it's a game and like you do what you need to do but I think when it's the first night and things are just been established that's a really big move and I I was impressed by that I agree I also was impressed by Molly she gets the next one of like who's your biggest competition she was like I've got my eyes on you girl picks Jess right away I love that they're bringing out the big guns for Mitchell all right so what was your mug of the week My mug of the week is honestly the girl stepping forward at the end of the episode, you know, being like, we've been matched up wrong. This was wrong. We have made a mistake. I've seen what I needed to see. We need somebody new. And I think that's that's a big sign. And I'm glad the guys weren't hurt by it Mm -hmm. because, I mean, they have no reason to be. Again, like you pointed out at the beginning, they this is a cop out. The UK picked these couples. So they have. Um, the ability to be like, this wasn't my choice, so I'm going to make my own choice now. Mm-hmm. It's muggy, but it's not hurtful, which is, I guess, the best place you can be in that situation. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to be in it. All right. So speaking of the challenges, a lot of these crazy moments are coming out. What was your best challenge moment of the week? My favorite challenge moment of the week was George faking an orgasm. I'm telling you, it was so cringy, but... I kind of loved it because we didn't get a lot of George this entire episode. So we finally get to see something from him. But again, I I think he's going to be the first to go on Forge. Mm -hmm. If all we know about you is your name, your couple and your fake orgasm noise. Not a great start. Yeah. Give us yours. What was your favorite uh, challenge moment? All right. I love to hate, hate to love Ella and Mehdi's dance off. It was so funny to watch but it also made me want to peel my own skin off like I never want to see that again but I couldn't take my eyes off of it yeah I mean honestly like I would not know how to start a dance off they're in dresses in heels and they don't know anybody but I mean they leaned into it so good for them I agree 
dead sober, no music next to a table of strangers. Right. But like so funny. Yeah, we have to remember that they're not drinking. Right. They don't give they're not given any alcohol or just like the beginning they get the champagne or what's the situation? I'm not I, I know they don't drink though. Usually I think they can have like a glass of wine or one beer a night. I don't know about the first night if they're doing that. Because um, they did make a point to say alcohol-free beer pong, which I don't know if they had like their own glass, whatever, but it's not a lot. Like sometimes, sometimes on a wild night, they will be allowed to have two glasses of wine. That sucks. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's why like the first couple seasons are wild because they're wasted, they're chain-smoking cigarettes, and they have no idea how famous they're going to be. It is messy. Compared to this, like they're like, oop, like I kiss them. It's crazy. All right. Let's get into our next game, Snog, Mary Pie. Now, if for people who don't know these, I feel like we should also give the definitions of what these words actually mean. If you want to lead us in with that. Yes. So snog, that's a good old-fashioned makeout. Gotta love it. Mary, Mary, that one we have here in the U.S. as well. And then pie. Pie is essentially kill, but less hurtful. It's, you know, you're pieing them off. You're done with them. You're rejecting them. So here's my, my list for you that I want to know who you'd snog, who you'd marry, who you'd pie. So we've got Andre, Mitchell, and Tyreek. Let's hear it. All right. I think I would mm, I would pie Mitchell. I think he is just, he needs to grow up. I would marry Andre. I think he's going to be solid and obviously snog Tyreek because he's so hot. Okay, interesting. What about you? I'm going a little bit opposite of you. I'm going to marry Andre as well. I think he's such a cutie. He seems so sweet. I feel like he's really going to come into himself. I can't wait. But I am going to snog Mitchell. I think for all of his uh, mixed messages that he wants to be a fuckboy, but he's actually a simp, he is hot. And I would love to make out with him. And I am going to pie Tyreek. I'm not loving how hard he's leaning into being a red flag. I think he likes that about himself a little bit too much. So you would pick the guy who lives at home for a makeout. Over. Yes. Okay. Fine. All right. Fine. Yeah. That's fine. I, <laughs> Listen, I hear you for a makeout. We have no future, sure. but on a night out, we have a little makeout, a little diff. I see your point. That's okay with me. I don't All have right. to know where you live. <laughs> Exa- uh huh. Right. Exactly. All right. So for the recoupling, who do you think? I, I know this is going to happen down the line, but what couples do you think are going to get shaken up? What couple, what main couple do you think is going to get shaken up? All right. I think Tyreek and Catherine have a little something going on. And I think it's going to end horribly. I think it's going to cause a lot of drama, but I'm excited to watch it happen. There's going to be some fallout from that. And I'm excited to see it from both Andre and Ella's sides. So what are you thinking? I have two, but I'm just going to lean in with my my biggest one right now. I think... Zachariah is going to end up picking Jess because I think Mm -hmm. Jess is going to play really hard for him. I can see her being into him and I think she's going to like really push forward because right now she's out on her own, Loki. She's already said, I don't want George. Mm -hmm. So she's got to commit to somebody. And I think, unfortunately, Mitchell's really focused on Molly and Zachariah's the one who's in front of her who I think she's going to be into. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. But I also could see it going. She pushes Molly on Zachariah to get her out of the way for Mitchell. But she's going to be she's going to be playing this foursome like a fiddle. Like Jess is 
a power player. She's going to be guns blazing, and I can't wait to watch. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. All right, so eggs in one basket. Who are we rooting for? Which couples do you want to see go the distance? I know I've been talking shit about them, but I think I do think Molly Mitchell could go the distance. I think it's still going to bite him in the ass, but I would like to see that happen because that would prove me wrong. And I low-key love being proved wrong every once in a while. Mm-hmm. I can what see about that. you? I think Catherine and Andre, sneaky. I think they're going to go apart and come back together. And I think it's going to be really cute. I think he's going to be like a different person by the end of the season. <laughs> yeah, I think he is. I think he's going to lean into... You know who he is. He's a little baby. And I think she's going to like make a man out of him. Make a man out of him <laughs> for sure. All right. So let's title this episode. I I need to know what you titled this episode. Tell everybody. I think it's so good. Okay. I would title this episode, Why Mess With A Good Thing? Because as much as I you know, think that there's valid things that are coming out of this switch up of the coupling up, why mess with a good thing? It's a good thing. Like, it's created plenty of drama in the past. I don't think we were lacking at all. And I like being kept on my toes a little bit, but I don't know. I'm Maybe I'm a classist in this way. <laughs> I hear you. I um, I said viewers' messy choice. I think I like it, and I really loved the point that Taylor made at the beginning in our text that... This could cause drama, and I love drama. This is what we want on The Bachelor. This is what we want on Love Island. We want a little bit of drama because if everything's going smoothly, it's not going to be entertaining. So I am here for this. Couldn't agree more. The viewers were messy. So, I mean, that's really it. That's all we've got for today. Final thoughts. How are you feeling about the season after this first episode? I'm excited. I haven't really, I haven't watched a season of Love Island in real time before. This is my first time. I've always just like binged the episodes way later than I should have. So I'm excited to watch in real time and see what happens with everybody else. I love a Twitter moment and I like, Mm -hmm. I like getting on Twitter and seeing everybody's commentary. So I'm ready for it. What about you? I agree. I'm feeling good. I think there's going to be a lot of good drama and intrigue going on. There's a lot of personalities in this villa. And I I don't think they're going to be shy. I think they came to play and I can't wait to watch. What are your thoughts on this season, the beginning of this season, what we've seen so far compared to the others? Like, do you think we're in for a good for a good one? I do, because I think it's exactly what we've been talking about. They have this out. They don't feel tied to their couples. And I think a lot of times when they pick, people get caught up in that choice and they'll like play it safe for a week or two and new people come in and it feels like everyone's married because they're not comfortable enough to like make big moves. I don't think we're going to have that problem with this group. They are already making big moves and I think it is going to be really entertaining because they don't give a fuck. Yeah, they sure don't. All right, Kay. So what is the plan for this season of Love Island? I got to know. Okay, so honestly... I don't know. I think it's up to the audience. So it's up to everyone listening. Like we might come back and do this every week. We might do a big episode at the end, recap all of Love Island, or we might just come out and do random episodes talking about dramas that have happened, or we might not hear from us again. Who knows? But it is up to them to let us know what they think. Write us a review. Send us a DM. Let us know if you want to hear more Betch Island. Make sure you guys are following at The Bachelor on Instagram to get updates, share your thoughts, and find out when new episodes drop. And you can follow me at KYorkCity. And you can follow me at ARF. That's ARF with four R's. 
leave us a review and let us know if you want to hear more of these episodes. Yes. And if you're loving Betch Island content, be sure to DM me or DM The Bachelor to tell us what you think. Or you can just leave us a five-star review, obviously. We have a Bachelorette season cast preview coming up next Tuesday. So tune in for that. And until then, Allie, I think we made a really good connection. After all, we're here for Betch Island, not Friend Island. Betches.